Uptown Tone here with another episode of the 444 Podcast uh, Coming to you live Live, that's right, live on Sunday um, It's been a trying week The councilman's out doing this councilman thing on the trail Getting in gear for November, that final election And uh, my guy June has some family obligations this week um, And it's just been an overall busy week I've been real busy at work, just doing a lot of running around um, So first and foremost, my apologies for getting the episode to you guys so late um, but better late than never, even though never late is better. Uh, good show here, very informative. A lot's been going on in the sports world, so we're going to get right into it. We're going to get basketball out the way. Um, the USA has seeded seventh uh, after the FIBA Cup. Um, you know, we're used to dominating it. Uh, we're used to just cleaning guys up uh, to the tune of 40, 50 points. But um, we don't have our best players there. We don't have the absolute best players that the NBA has to offer there. That's one. And two, uh, like a lot of uh, experts, including Kobe, uh, i seen an article with Kobe, read an article with Kobe talking about it. Um, the days of 92 and everybody being in awe of the, of the dream team, of the NBA players playing in the FIBA tournament, um, those days are long gone. These guys are looking at the NBA players as food. They're looking at the NBA as a league that they ultimately want to play in. And to do that, you can't be treating these guys like superstars. You got to go at them. And that's what's been happening uh, in recent years in world basketball play. Um, if you guys remember the Redeem team, they had to, we actually had to go and campaign to the LeBrons, the Kobe's, the Carmelo's, the Durant's of the world and say, hey, guys, we need to be putting our best foot forward. Because I know uh, I think the Olympics before that, I don't I don't want to get it wrong. I might have been like uh, – when, when were they? 08, 04? Was 04 or 08 one of the ones where um, we lost or we came in third or something like that? I remember one year uh, Argentina with Pepe, uh, Pepe Sanchez and uh, Manu Ginobili and all of those guys. Argentina was tearing, tearing it up. And that wasn't a favorable year for us. We had like AI, a couple guys like that. But um, after that, we had uh, the Redeem team. We went and um, enlisted Coach K as the, uh, as the head coach. It was like a 10-year effort. Cole was out there playing. Um, so those are the lengths. We, we, we've had to go to those lengths before to prove to people, hey, we still have the best um, athletes. We still have the most elite athletes in the world. Uh, so we'll see how this shapes out. I think Steph Curry said he can count him in for 2020. Um, a lot of our stars, I think, uh, due to uh, injuries. I know Paul George got injured real bad um, playing for Team USA a couple years ago. And I think that's the reason why a lot of players have been just backing out of World Cup play, um, World, uh, World Cup or uh, FIBA, World Basketball play, which is like the, uh, the basketball's version of the Soccer World Cup, um, where you got uh, guys pretty much qualifying in this world tournament, um, country country for country. Um, but that happens like three years. Maybe the Olympics is every four years, so that happens like every two or three years. And it's like the in-between. Um, it doesn't have as much pride uh, uh, involved as the Olympics does, so I think a lot of guys are just taking that off. 
Um, but a lot of them are are also saying that they're going to be ready to play for Olympics 2020 just because, you know, that reputation. It's a reputation thing, man. It's a pride thing. Um, it's a world, uh, uh, like world domination, you know what I mean, almost. It's almost like war through sports or it's almost like battle through sports. Uh, bragging rights of being the most elite in your sport in the world is what the Olympics is all about. So hopefully we get some of, uh, some of our elite out there to represent America uh, in the Olympics. Um, another basketball news, Sports Illustrated has released its top 20 NBA players list. Um, of course, there's controversy. I actually want to wait for the councilman before we delve all the way into this, man. I know I've seen a couple people um, um, with some unfavorable rankings, um, as it was last year. I remember last year, uh, Robert Covington was, like, ranked 49. And it was, like, ridiculous, man. As I'm looking at the article right now, I got it pulled up. Andrew Wiggins is 100. And they've got it, um, I think it's about four lists. The one I'm looking at right now is uh, 100 to 81. So I'm thinking they break it off into four sections. DeAndre Jordan, some notable names. Jared Allen, you know what I mean? Kyle Kuzma is in 100 to 81. Joe Harris is here. Uh, DeJounte Murray, um couple of names like i said um i want to uh i absolutely uh positively want the councilman here to break this list down um for me but just to let you guys know that list is out you can google it you can search it the sports illustrated top 100 players of um 2020 or their their opinion their rankings of it like i said there was some controversy last year with it as far as rankings guys they thought should be lower guys they thought should be higher guys that were omitted that they thought should be on the list period um, so I'm sure that it's going to be more of that this year. So uh, once the councilman gets back, probably episode five, we'll get into the uh, the 100 best NBA players. Uh, other notable news, Orlando picked up the Markel Fultz $12.3 million option. This is very intriguing to me, very, very intriguing to me. Um, of course, we traded Markel Fultz away, we being the Sixers, traded away from Markel Fultz last year. Um and since then, I mean, I haven't been paying much uh, attention to it like I was when he was a sixer. But he hasn't, I haven't seen or he hasn't shown anything that told me that it's good to go or it's a good a $12.3 million option is a good investment. So obviously Orlando has seen something that uh, tells them that it is. So want something else that we'll be keeping our eyes peeled on to see if Mr. Fultz is going to be playing this year, seeing if he's got that jump shot together, if he's uh, ready to play on this NBA level, man. It was a lot of controversy surrounding him a lot of soap opera a lot of drama especially if you were a 76ers fan last year um so i know i'll be paying attention to, uh paying attention to that i don't know if you guys will be paying attention to that um you know i just want to see it's just just curious man everything that happened uh here with him playing with us last year uh was so bizarre so the fact that the Orlando Magic have decided to exercise his $12.3 million option um, leads me to believe they've seen something to say, hey, this kid's ready to go. Not only is he ready to go, but he's ready to go to the tune of $12.3 million, and we don't have any problem paying that. So um, I definitely want to see how that shapes out. Uh, moving along, the Mellow Watch we don't have. Um, any mellow signings it doesn't look like mellow was coming any closer to signing to a team joe johnson has been signed we told you that on the last episode that joe johnson has been signed by the pistons i believe um and still still 
still a uh, a mystery to me, at least. I know a lot of people don't feel that way. June, uh, as he told y'all last week, he's not at all surprised, nor is he anticipating Melo getting signed anywhere. But for me, like I always told you guys, I'm a Melo guy. I'm a Melo fan. Um, I would like to see him land somewhere. As of yet, we haven't seen him. Uh, I have seen him uh, heavy on Instagram and in the pickup games with C. Brickley. Um, I also have seen him uh, in the gym working out his son. His son is 12 years old, uh, getting into probably what's the seventh grade middle school uh, basketball. So I've seen him giving his son a lot of tutelage. Um, so, like I said, I'm keeping my eyes. Uh, we're going to have a, a mellow watch until he gets signed or doesn't get signed, at least until the uh, the trade deadline. Um, Melo's my guy, man. So y'all gonna have to deal with that. Fo fo fo. I'm sorry, but y'all gonna have to deal with me talking about Melo and pushing for Melo to get on the NBA team this NBA season. Uh, I think that's all I got for the NBA. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think uh, opening day is October 22nd, so we're still about uh, a month out, a little under a month at this point. Um, at the time of recording, so um, I want to have uh. My guy, uh, Mike Smith, not to be confused with Mike Smith from ESPN, but Mike Smith from Uptown, uh, Nolan Street. Shout out to my guy. We went to uh, grade school together. I still hold a gripe with him because he was supposed to be playing middle school basketball with me for St. Athanasius, man, but he just never did. And I think he always uh, should have. He definitely could have, man. Um, very knowledgeable guy about the game of basketball, but especially the NBA um, and, and its narratives. That's one thing that I don't like, but he seems to uh, – uh, read through the narratives really well and just keeps himself abreast and keeps everybody else abreast um, and everybody else in his circle. Um, he has a group on uh, Facebook called Chasketball um, that we go back and forth and debate a lot of different issues. But he's very, 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 very well informed of the NBA. I want to have him on for an NBA preview uh, episode before the NBA season starts. So the NBA news is coming for the NBA fans out there. Uh, don't get mad at us because it seems like we're just breezing through or breezing over it. Um, not too much news uh, with it right now. Um, like I said, the free agency is over. We already know where guys landed. So basically, we're just waiting for the ball to get tossed in the air and uh, and for it to get going. Um, so stay tuned. And uh, we'll have a lot more NBA news for you uh, coming up. Mike, we're going to have you on uh, soon, very soon, for the NBA preview episode. So moving right along into the NFL, namely the Eagles. The Eagles lose a heartbreaker to the Falcons on Sunday night football. Uh, let me get an official score for you guys. But we lost a heartbreaker, man, a real heartbreaker. Um, a lot of the same themes of the first week that got us out of the uh, gates um, slow early. Um, a lot of the same themes, just play calling is just not looking like it's uh, on point, on cue. On top of all of that, uh, dealing with the injuries that we dealt with on Sunday night. Jeez, jeez. Like, um, that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. We had Alshon go out. We had uh, Shady go out. Um, we lost uh, Malik Jackson, I believe. We lost Malik Jackson, um, who's Dallas Goddard, the backup uh, safety. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot going on. Um, bear with me real fast. I'm about to get these uh, this Eagles score. Lost to the Falcons Sunday night football. Uh, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Get the final score for you guys out here. Quick pause, quick pause, quick pause. Searching on my phone. It's hard doing it by yourself. 24-20. So we lost 24-20. I just wanted to get the official score 
Uh, we came down uh, late, and we uh, uh, we took the lead. We were trailing the whole game. Came down late in the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz um, drives us down the field. Uh, we get a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar, I believe it was, uh, gets a touchdown. Um, we go up 20-17, fourth quarter. And Matt Ryan comes down, driving, driving. I think we had him on a third down. Uh, wide receiver screen, Julio Jones, the guard pulls, knocks out the wide receiver on a beautiful block, a questionable block in the black, a block in the back by Muhammad Sanu. And Julio Jones is off to the races with, with, uh, with what is eventually the game-winning touchdown. Falcons win 24-20. Like I said, crazy injuries. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is out. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is out this week um, as well. Uh, and it was just a rough game, man. NFL is one of those games, not even one of those games. It's the only game where injury is built into the, to the game. Um, it's inevitable. Uh, the only th you don't have to ask if it's going to happen, only when. And for us, it hit us uh, week two, week two. Um, so uh, I'm still optimistic about the Eagles. Uh, I like what I see from Wentz. Wentz is moving it around. Um, we need to get that play calling open a little bit. I think we still need to rely a little bit more on the run. We're a little bit too pass heavy for my liking. Um, we need to give Jordan Howard a lot more touches, a lot more touches. If he's to be our power back, um, if he's to be that, uh, 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 probably not a bell cow because we don't have just one guy that we're going to run. We got, uh, Samuels, we got, uh, uh, or is it Sanders, uh, Sanders, I think Miles Sanders and we got, uh, uh, Darren Sproles. Um, so we're going to have a multi, uh, mo multiple backs of uh, being used, but I just think we need to use Jordan Howard more. Uh, we need wide receivers to step up. We need Matt Hollins to step up. We need Nelson Aguilar to step up. A couple other guys to step up this week while our big guns are out. Um, playing against the Lions this week in a matter of hours, like I said, it's Sunday. So, um, yeah, man, Eagles just got to get back on the ball. One and one. Uh, Dallas is looking good in the NFC East. I'm not even going to lie. The Giants are looking terrible. They just uh, sat Eli down in favor of their draft pick, Daniel Jones. So they've handed over the reins finally. I know a lot of people, Giants, I don't know uh, too many Giants fans, but I think um, everybody's been looking for the end of Eli's era. Uh, and I think uh, a lot of Giants fans are um, optimistic, uh, if not for this year, just for the future in general of just fresh air, uh, getting new draft picks, just going forward with a new identity and just getting out of that Eli shadow. Uh, the Redskins, um, not looking too good in the NFC East. So it's looking like it's going to be us and Dallas, and Dallas is looking like they got their stuff together right now. Uh, Dak is looking explosive. He's looking Awesome is looking like him turning down that money. He 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 turned it down for a reason. It's looking like he's he thinks and he's showing um, in the early going that he's worth more than that thirty million that Dallas offered him. Um, Ezekiel is being Ezekiel. Zeke is doing the Zeke thing. Uh, you got Amari Cooper over there who was looking like uh, uh, damn near a bust over there in Oakland. He's broke. He's just just breaking out over there and Dallas looking like the wide receiver who everybody thought he was supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, man, we, we, we would definitely need to get our, our stuff together before that Dallas, that first Dallas game because you already know what is, what's coming, man. Eagles, Cowboys, the top of the NFC East. Um, you know what I mean? It, it's just a rivalry that's been around for years, especially in recent years with us winning the championship, them not having one since the 90s. Shout out to all my Dallas Cowboys friends that are my age 
who have never experienced a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl win don't know what it feel like. I'm not riding with eight-year-old you uh, being fully enthralled into football culture and being able to share in that. So miss me with that. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and we got rings. We had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful parade two years ago. And, man, and I always say, man, I, I really don't like fans that are uh, – I don't like uh, football fans, basketball fans who live in this city and are fans of other teams. Um, you see I put June through the ringer last week to even make me tell him why he's a Dolphins fan. And his 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 fandom is, 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 is valid. It's very valid. Somebody growing up in Florida – or who was living in Miami at the time uh, at the time that they liked football, choosing the Dan Marino-led Dolphins to be their favorite team, I have no gripe with. But people who were born and raised in Philadelphia picking teams like the Cowboys, the Giants, there's Vikings fans here, there's Saints fans here. I just don't know where it comes from. Like, it's, it's I do know where it comes from. It comes from you not having faith in the home team. You never thought in your wildest dreams that 2018 would happen. You just never thought. And I know, and I, at least I think I know how salty you felt when Eagles fans were going completely nuts, losing their mind that we finally got a Super Bowl, that finally came home. Because in any other, in any other uh, industry, in any other subject, in any other uh, uh, arena, you would be completely proud to tell people that you are from Philadelphia. You go out of town, you go over uh, across seas, you go on trips. The first, you can't wait to tell people. You in Miami, you can't wait to tell people, yeah, I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. I don't know why people don't carry that same energy with their sports teams. I will never, ever, ever know. I will never know. Um, but, yeah, man, I say all that. I went off on a little tangent, but I say all that to say, Eagles, we got to get our stuff together because uh, Dallas is looking good. Dallas is looking real good in the early going. Um, and we just need to get our stuff together. We need – to be competitive in that Eagles-Dallas game. We need to take over this NFC East uh, clearly. Um, I don't know how long uh, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffries are out. I don't think it's going to be long, but we need to be holding the fort down. I always say I actually like injuries to come early in the season so that we can deal with adversity, we can deal with the different kind of lineups, and we can put guys out there who weren't, who weren't um, expecting to play. We can put them out there early, put them out there early in-game, let them get their in-game experience, let them get their jitters out, let them get their mistakes out. So by the time playoffs playoff roll around, by the time week 13, 14, 15 rolls around, um, we're ready to go. Whether we need to put in subs, whether we have our guys to go, everybody, all 53 men on the roster are ready to go. So that's why um, I, I like to deal with injuries uh, early in the season. Um, yeah, man, so Eagles, get your stuff together. Like I said, we're playing uh, the Lions in a matter of hours. Looking for us to come out and win, uh, build the confidence of our of our uh, of our of our team, of our of our bench players, of our rookies, of our veterans, and just get ready to go to war, man. Uh, week two was a crazy one um, in the uh, in the NFL. A lot of notable injuries. A lot of notable injuries. Drew Brees went down. Uh, we had uh, Ben Roethlisberger go down for the season. Um, just a lot. A lot was just happening. It got crazy in week two in the NFL. Uh, just going through some scores on the scorebook. Uh, I mean, on the scoreboard, uh, we had the Bucks and the Panthers playing on Thursday night. They, uh, that game was actually playing uh, during the, uh, the recording of the last episode of Fofo Fo. Uh, the Bucks end up pulling that one out, twenty to fourteen. Um, Cam Newton looking bad, man. Cam Newton is 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 the microscope is going to be on him, man. 
the future of uh, the Panthers. Uh, I know is heavily relying on his arm, but uh, they found a new weapon out there in Christian McCaffrey. That guy takes the ball, he catches it, he runs it, he blocks, he does a lot, man. Um, son of former uh, NFL great uh, Ed McCaffrey, who won a couple Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos and John Elway. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, Bucks 2014 over the Panthers. We had uh, the Cardinals play the Ravens. Ravens uh, edged them out 23-17. Lamar Jackson had another excellent game. He had like 120 rushing yards. Um, Baltimore is looking good. They got a they got a big one. We'll talk about that later. But that's one of the marquee matchups for this week that folks are looking uh, looking forward to. Um, him versus Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, the Chargers lost a close one to the Lions. The Lions came down on the last drive and uh, kicked the field goal and beat the Chargers. The Chargers out there. Austin Eckler, who's on my fantasy football team, uh, I did terribly in fantasy last last week. Not even terrible. Drew Brees got injured so um, in the beginning of the game at that, so I didn't get any points from him. That's the, the, the real reason why I lost. Um, but, yeah, uh, Austin Eckler lost a fumble. Which, uh, in hindsight, he lost a fumble on the goal line, uh, uh, which should have been a score, which in hindsight uh, might have lost the game for them. So that was a close one between the uh, Chargers and the Lions last week. Colts and the Titans come out. The Colts uh, beat the Titans in a close one. Uh, Jacoby Brissett trying to do what he can do over there with the Andrew Luckless uh, Colts. Um, 49ers and Bengals. 49ers stump a mud hole in the Bengals, 41-17. Bengals looking bad over there, man. That's two straight weeks. They got the 49ers looking good. They ran the ball. They passed the ball. Garoppolo looking like the Garoppolo we've uh, uh, all been told that he is. Um, that was a good game. The Jaguars and the Texans. Um, uh, the Texans edge out the Jaguars by one point over there in a game in which uh, at the end of it, well, I don't think it was at the end or the beginning of it, but Jalen Ramsey, did we talk about that last week? I'm not sure, man. That's why I need somebody else here on task with me to keep me on task. But Jalen Ramsey has uh, absolutely – um, requested a trade from the Jaguars. I'm looking for. I want the Eagles to get uh, 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 in the mix of that. We'll talk about that later. That's because uh, been some moving and shaking in the NFL. But Jalen Ramsey has definitely requested a, a trade from the Jaguars. Uh, the Vikings lose to the Packers 21-16. Aaron Rodgers and his gang is out here a little bit. Just moving, man. Just moving. Doing what, the Aaron, doing what Aaron Rodgers does. He's looking comfortable out there. He's throwing that ball. They're moving. Looking like a well-oiled machine. Uh, Devontae Adams is... Uh, uh, playing good ball for them. Uh, Aaron Jones, the running back, is out there playing good ball for them. I got Adam Thielen on my fantasy team. I don't know why he's not getting that many catches. Uh, the Vikings are definitely a run-first team this year. Dalvin Cook had his second good game in a row. Um, so we'll keep an eye on those uh, those two teams, as we will all teams. Cowboys and Redskins, NFC East rivalry. Cowboys beat the Redskins 31-21. Uh, like I said, Dak looked good. Zeke looked good. Redskins not bad. They just look like they're going to lose a lot of close games. They just can't edge it out in that fourth quarter. Uh, Seahawks 28-26 over the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger out for the year with an elbow injury. Um, Bills and Giants. Josh Allen looking good out there in lieu of on my fantasy team of Drew Brees. Uh, uh, Drew Brees' injury He's out for six to eight weeks. I went ahead and picked up Josh Allen. Uh, the second-year quarterback's looking hot out there. 250 uh, passing yards in each of his first two games. And he's also uh, got some yards on the ground. He can move those feet out there. Uh, Giants looking bad in the NFC East, like I said. They're going to be moving to Daniel Jones this week. Uh, Patriots, 43-0 over the Dolphins. Nothing much to talk about there. They did what they were supposed to do. Uh, A.B. played in that game. We'll get into A.B. after we get through all of these scores. Um, uh, A.B. played in that game. He had a real good game uh, uh, for what it was worth against the uh, lowly Dolphins, as June told us last week and as they confirmed on TV. 
uh, I think it was Chris Carter and those guys talking before the game um, that he is definitely he is uh, definitely they are definitely uh, tanking. The uh, Miami Dolphins are tanking this year, um, but the Patriots look good. They did what they were supposed to do. Uh, Chiefs beat the Raiders. Raiders came out real strong early. Went up ten nothing. I think they did, and the Chiefs did what the Chiefs do. And Mahomes went on to start breaking records. I think in that game, uh, he threw for like four pass, four touchdowns in the um, in the second quarter or something like that. But just straight ridiculous, man. Uh, Saints and Rams. Rams win a, uh, a blowout, twenty-seven to nine. Like I said, Drew Brees was injured in the beginning of the game. That was like the marquee matchup of the week last week. Uh, folk were looking for that to be a real big shootout. Uh, unfortunately, injuries uh, caused that to be a blowout. Uh, the Bears beat the Broncos by two. Um, that was a crazy thriller. I mean, they were going back and forth at the end of the game. I thought the Broncos had the game won. I was already pissed that I didn't play Emmanuel Sanders. I thought that uh, the uh, the Bears' defense would give him problems. Uh, but it obviously didn't. He went off. Um, he'll be playing in my fantasy for the, for the foreseeable future. But uh, the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky, they come down, marching down, and win the game on the field goal at the end. Uh, we lost to the Falcons 20-24, and uh, Monday night the Browns beat the Jets 23-3. Odell Beckham Jr. put on a show. Uh, longest touchdown reception of his career, as long as a couple other uh, ridiculous catches. Um, Browns back on track. That's the team that everybody's been looking at to get um, – um, to have a breakout year, you know, the, the history of Cleveland, uh, Believe Land, as they're calling it there. Uh, LeBron kind of lifted a little bit of the weight off the shoulders last year, winning the NBA championship. But they're looking for an NFL championship. They've revamped Baker Mayfield his second year. They went out and got some notable guys. You got Kareem Hunt coming week 10 after his suspension is over. Nick Chubb had an awesome year last year, rookie season. They went out and got Odell Beckham Jr. They still have Jarvis Landry over there, Odell Beckham Jr.'s college teammate and also a dynamic wide receiver in the NFL. So um, they seem to be back on track. They had a real good game uh, on Monday night. Uh, so let's get into these week three games. It's 11.43 at the time. Uh, One o'clock games this week. Um, uh, we got uh, the Dolphins at the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys should handle business easily. Uh, the Jaguars have uh, defeated the uh, uh, Titans on Thursday night. Um, Bills and Bengals we got coming up at 1. Eagles and Lions coming up at 1. Looking forward to an Eagles win. Patriots and Jets, that should be an okay game. I'm looking forward to see how Le'Veon Bell plays against the Patriots. The Patriots should handle that one easily. Falcons and Colts. Falcons and Colts should be a good one. Uh, uh, the Colts have been playing pretty good. T.Y. Hilton has activated him and... Um, Jacoby Brissett seemed to have a uh, rapport over there. The Colts not looking too bad without Andrew Luck. Uh, Raiders and Vikings, that should be a good game. Ravens and Chiefs is the marquee matchup everyone's looking looking forward to. You've got uh, Lamar Jackson and you've got Patrick Mahomes, two of the young up-and-coming quarterbacks in this league. Uh, I'm anxious to see that game, see how it turns out. Broncos and Packers, uh, Panthers and Cardinals start the 4 o'clock games. And you got the Giants and Bucks, uh, Saints and Seahawks. Um, Saints, I'm looking forward to seeing how they look without Teddy Bridgewater. I still have Michael Thomas on my uh, on my fantasy team. Uh, Steelers and 49ers. No uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Looking forward to seeing how the Steelers look with no Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Rams and Browns at 8:20 tonight, and then you got Bears and Redskins tomorrow on Monday Night Football. Uh, yeah, man. So a couple key matchups. I'm definitely looking forward to that Ravens Chiefs. Always looking forward to the Eagles games. Falcons-Colts, uh, I don't think that's going to be a bad game. That, that might be an all right game. 
Uh, all right game there. Um, who else we got here? Uh, Packers, Broncos, Packers. Aaron Rodgers is rolling anxious to see if he can keep it going. Uh, Buccaneers and Giants, two lowly teams. One of those teams got to win that game. Uh, Texans and Chargers. I think that'll be all right game. You got a uh, um, Deshaun Watson out there. We got uh, Philip Rivers, uh, Philip Rivers, Austin Eckler, um, Keenan Allen, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Stills has been playing good for the uh, for the Texans. So that should be a good game. Good game there. Um, the next game. So let's get into some of this NFL news that happened this week. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees is out for six weeks with a thumb. Ben Roethlisberger is out for the year with an elbow. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still out here breaking records for touchdown passes. Um, Mahomes is Mahomes is nuts, man. Mahomes is 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 real good out here, man. Mahomes is a third-year quarterback at this this stage in the game, playing under Andy Reid and that um, that pass-heavy offense. Uh, just real good, man. Real good. Um, reminds me a lot. Not even reminds me, but I think that just in seeing him work under Andy, I just see a lot of, of, of Patrick Mahomes and what he was supposed to be. What he looks like, what Donovan McNabb was supposed to be. And I know, I know, I'll probably get flack for this because it's a lot of people. I just had a conversation with my guy Ease about Donovan McNabb and the relationship that us Eagles fans have with Donovan McNabb, and it's not, uh, it's not a pleasant one at at, uh, at times. Um, I think he adds to it. I think him leaving and the way he left here and then him going to a division rival and then a lot of his comments about or towards the Eagles after being out of the Eagles jersey are not favorable. A lot of people say that if they were said by anybody but Donovan McNabb, we would let them roll off of our shoulders. But you 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 should know that. You play for the Eagles. You can't just be saying anything about the Eagles. You're supposed to be part of the family, part of the forever fraternity. And a lot of times with a lot of the comments that he makes, it doesn't, it doesn't seem that way. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like he shares in those sentiments. Like we as Eagle fans do. So, um, but nah, just looking at Patrick Mahomes, uh, a lot of what he does, it looks like um, that's what we expected out of McNabb. Um, you know, just the pinpoint passes, the airing it out, the letting it go. And don't get me wrong, McNabb did do that as much as he could. And Mahomes does have weapons that uh, McNabb didn't. But just both of them playing early in early career under Andy Reid and watching Andy Reid. Um, uh, shape those two guys uh you can't help but make the comparison like it's it's, it's there um both big arms both mobile quarterbacks at times um both running that 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 offense that Andy Reid likes to run I think it was it was more so the west coast uh it was more so the west coast offense with us whereas with Andy Reid it's more the RPO which is coming into play the run pass option um but Patrick Mahomes has been uh absolutely uh uh outstanding in his first three years this is this being his third year uh uh campaign um he just looks absolutely outstanding out there man so just wanted to give some kudos to him and some notoriety to him um eli has been benched for daniel jones i remember uh this summer when daniel jones was uh was um drafted giants fans were not happy at all just knowing that they had eli knowing eli's relationship with the giants him being a legacy and just feeling like Eli would never give up the reins unless he retired. It just didn't make much sense drafting a quarterback. But I guess the Giants had in their back pocket that this would be the year that they would relieve Eli of his duties. Um, 
two-time Super Bowl winning champion, knocked knocked down and 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 took down Tom Brady, both for both championships. One of which being that undefeated uh, uh, Patriots team, the only loss being to Eli, in the in the Super Bowl. So, um, the Giants have turned their reins over to Daniel Jones, a rookie quarterback. Um, so we'll see what's going on over there. It's absolutely good news for any Eagles fan. Uh, we we love controversy in our rival teams because that gives us a one-up when it's game time. They're worrying about other things instead of winning the, the football game. And that's ultimately what matters at the end of the day. Um, Steelers, uh, Steelers trade for Minka Fitzpatrick from the uh, Miami Dolphins. Just another thing June said last week. He said that uh, if players are too good, they will be on the trading block. And if you're a betting man, you should be betting um, – against the Miami Dolphins every game. Uh, they're going to be the first team, he said, to win every game. I think it was 72. 72 with Larry Zonka, John Madden. Oh, not John Madden, Larry Zonka and uh, uh, what is this? I forgot. Is it Shuler? Shuler? Shula? Don Shula? I think it's Don Shula. Can't remember the last name, but they went undefeated, that 72 Dolphins team, and they're going to be one of the only teams to go winless also. So, um the Steelers just signed their dynamic quarterback, uh, cornerback, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, that coming on the on the heels of them losing um, Ben Roethlisberger, so you can already see that they're trying to beef up that defense to stop teams because um, that offense is going to be going through some 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 trials this year. Uh, just trying to operate without Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, like I said before, Jalen Ramsey has requested a trade. I'm hoping the Eagles have heard loud and clear. I'm hoping the Eagles are in negotiations. I know they are part of the teams that are out there, uh, Jalen Ramsey, a dynamic co uh, cornerback, just frustrated with the schemes over there. I think he's just frustrated with playing zone. Um, he wants to the, he wants to back up all the talk that he that he talks uh, in the weeks prior to him um, playing. Uh, he talks a lot of trash. He goes right at the, the, the number one wide receiver, and he wants to shadow him the whole game, and that's just not the scheme that the Jaguars play. Uh, they struggle a lot with winning games, and I think that he's just frustrated. A young talent over there um, – He's just frustrated, man. I would, I would, I would call, uh, I would, I would advise him to err on the side of caution. Just seeing everything that's going on with AB and running your mouth and 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 doing doing all of those crazy things. Uh, yeah, man. I, I I would just I would just tell him to just just be cautious, man. Just tread light. I know you're a young talent, um, but it doesn't seem like being loud and boisterous and requesting trades is the f best thing to do in this league that's ran by this good old boys club. So with that being said, I hope the Eagles are in the talks and I hope that we can get in there and uh and make some moves to get Jalen Ramsey on our team. Lord knows our defense needs it. Um so yeah man, uh shout out to Jalen Ramsey. Hopefully he lands somewhere somewhere good. Uh moving right along we got Antonio Brown was in his Patriots debut this past week. Um he had an excellent game, man. Um, bring up some stats for you guys. He had an excellent game. Like I said, they played against the uh, the Dolphins. So we expected them to play good. We didn't expect them expect them to play that much uh, because the Dolphins are uh, such a terrible team. They got blown out, uh, 43 to nothing. Um, Antonio Brown had a good game. Like I said, let me bring up some stats. Behind the day, man, just uh, trying to get an episode out for you guys. For week two, they say consistency is key, so I'm staying consistent. 444 is back for 2019. Uh, let me.
let me see, man. Antonio Brown. This past week, he had uh, four receptions for 56 yards, 14 yards average, uh, 56 yards, and he also had a touchdown. So he had a real good game. But uh, much to his chagrin, he was released. He was be, uh, released amidst this uh, these sexual allegations um, that are put on uh, that have been put on him. And an hour ago, uh, he's even announced his retirement online. He's having a, he's had an online meltdown an hour ago. Uh, more than likely via Twitter. Like I told y'all last week, I haven't been paying much attention. I'm not one for narratives. I just feel like having a sports podcast um, is my responsibility to keep you guys abreast with those headlines, those things going on in sports. Um, so he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's not playing football in the NFL anymore. Um, I, I have already, I'm already on record of saying that he has some form of CTE or I think he's suffering from some form of CTE. So, um, I just hope the young brother gets his life together. I hope he gets his mind together, gets his mind right. Um, he's made uh, plenty of money playing football. So I, I hope he saves some of it and he uses it wisely. Um, money isn't everything. I'll be the first one to tell you that. I'm just hoping that he uses some of the money just to get himself right. Um, maybe do some traveling. Maybe do some therapy. Maybe do some something, man. Yoga. They say yoga is good. They say meditation is good. Um, I just hope that he gets his mind right. Um, I just think it's real peculiar that uh, uh, a lot of these football players get accused of the same crimes, get accused of the same things. A lot of it is sexual assault. A lot of it is... Uh, domestic violence and it just leads me to wonder like what was what what's going on in this league like what and i'm talking about from the higher ups from from it from it go, uh from it trickling down how how come it's it's only we only hear about it when it's at its worst how come how come at this juncture at this at this juncture in the road um it's even being reached this far how can you how, how are we still getting sexual allegations how are we still Getting as far as as these as these males putting their hands on these females and making these people feel as uncomfortable, and I think some blame has to be has to be put on the NFL itself. I think the NFL harbors a league for this for these things that happen. The NFL is not a, a real um, how can I put it? Uh, it's not a league that's real big on discipline for things outside of disrespecting them. You feel what I'm saying? Um, as long as you're not disrespecting the NFL, as long as you're not, um, uh, I can't even say giving them a bad name because all of these things give them a bad name and a lot of these things, they work themselves through. Um, but as long as you're not directly disrespecting them, as, as long as you're, for lack of better term, staying in your place within the NFL, it seems like they'll work with you to get you through any situation, whether it be rape allegations, whether it be uh domestic violence whether it be uh 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 violence violence uh we've seen the situation with aaron hernandez i mean how long is after the aaron hernandez um details came out it's almost impossible that you that you that that he was operating as the new england patriots without them knowing those things you understand what i'm saying so it's like it almost seems on a level that as long as you're not disrespecting them as long as you're staying in your place as a player and as a subordinate of the NFL, anything else they can pretty much work through until you pretty much blow it out of proportion. And I think it's very telling that the Patriots uh, cut uh, Antonio Brown 
Because if the Patriots cut you, it's like, all right, we, it's nothing we can do. We know their history of signing problem players. We know their history of harboring problem players and sticking with them um, through it all in order to have the best football product that they have. But if, it's, if, if they are giving up on you, not even giving up on you, but if they're saying, hey, it's not much that we can do to help you and not only that, but we can't have you associated with us, I think that's very telling in the situation. I don't know many details about the Antonio Brown situation. I just know that he was uh he was cut by the Raiders. He was then um picked up by the uh he was then picked up by the Patriots. Um uh soon after being picked up by the uh, Patriots, uh sexual assault allegations came out. He was being accused of of uh sexual assault, sexual misconduct with a young lady that used to be his trainer. As far as I know, she was going and she was only suing civilly, not even criminally. And she wanted $75,000. And then there were text messages that came out uh, in which Antonio Brown is kind of uh, admitting to not really rape allegations or anything like that, but just real questionable behavior in the things that he does. I know something came out about his doctor and him farting in a doctor's face. Just a lot of bizarre behavior being exhibited exhibited by one antonio brown that just makes you wonder like what is what is going on in this man's life and then just everything as the details come out more and more details come out there was a group text um recently um just a lot it's just a lot going on with this situation i think the patriots just saying you know what this is a bit much for us we're going to fall back on the situation so um that's the latest on antonio brown hopefully he gets his mind right like i said an hour ago um which is one of the things that um Made me get the mic out today and just go because I had to get this news out to you guys. Like I said, an hour ago on Twitter, he's having a, a mental breakdown. He uh, he retired and will no longer be playing um, professional football, at least in the NFL. He'll no longer be playing in the NFL. So um, our thoughts, our prayers are out to Antonio Brown. Uh, crazy, man. Uh, he's quoted as saying, these owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want, anytime. Uh, part of his uh, his Twitter rant. But yeah, man, bizarre stuff. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre stuff. Oh, I just got a text in my phone. TV analyst and former NFL tight end Shannon Sharp has reportedly decided to step aside from his analyst gig at CBS Sports. After the woman accused him of sexually assaulting her and threatening her life. Wow. Man. That's crazy. 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 I'm about ready to call somebody, man. It's crazy, man. News is coming in. My bad, guy. This is kind of a scattered show today as I'm getting news. As it's coming in, I'm doing the show by myself. Um, But, yeah, we're going to have to look into that, too. Uh, for next week But Shannon Sharp Has just been accused Of sexual assault um, I just got a text From my phone From Preston um, Press Coast Shout out to Press Coast uh, Yeah man Jalen Ramsey Requested a trade Antonio Brown That's pretty much it man That's all I got for today uh, My fantasy football I went 2-2 two and two. Last week I lost in a couple Other leagues So I think I'm 1-1 one one In all leagues uh, Right now No I'm 1-1 oh one one In three leagues And I'm 0-2 oh and one league um so yeah man uh next week we'll be back with a full show uh getting into detail conversation and all that just wanted to get something out there on the airways for you guys before kickoff 
Um, so tune in four 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 podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us um, on Anchor. Follow us. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on uh, Stitcher. On all of those things that you wherever you watch, uh, listen to your podcast at. Check us out there. It's Uptown Tone signing off.